Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. We feel like we've said this four times in the last month, but it's not a repeat. Another upscale Italian restaurant is coming into Nashville from New York City. One of Nashville's favorite burger joints will now be greeting you on your way in and out of Nashville. Plus, Nashville attractions that are a must-visit for the summer of 2022. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. I feel like this is going to be like a, you know how they talk, you they know, walk. Yeah. We talk. can get it down. I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm just things. thinking about Nashville. I feel like it's one of those things where you like, you think Nashville, you, you think, think Nashville, you think Brad. Yeah. Think Brad.com. <laughs> it's one of those sayings that uh, are just going to be Italian. You, know, you think Nashville, you think Brad, you, you think know? Nashville, you think Brad, but even though Brad's not really an Italian name, but. It, it, is, it is not. It's kind of <laughs> hard to say in that accent, yeah. but if you're thinking Nashville, you should think Brad. Brad Reynolds is a Nashville-based realtor closing in on $200 million in sales. That's something the Italians will you like. You know what? I like it. <laughs> and uh, he knows Nashville real estate like nobody else. You can reach out to Brad at thinkbrad.com. Subscribe to his YouTube channel, Think Brad, and follow him on, him on Instagram at Brad underscore Reynolds underscore Nashville. Make sure you're doing that to prep for some amazing giveaways in july think nashville think brad.com think brad think think brad.com <laughs> all right that's let's, pretty good one. okay let's go to let's talk well, about this it, it, it kind of helps them from new york so i could kind of pull it off you can, you can, uh yeah. it looks like there is another another this another, is like another, the, another 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 uh this is like what the fourth maybe fifth restaurant italian restaurant announcing that they're coming from new york city yeah. in the last month yeah yeah, most definitely. It's awesome. This is coming from it's the, a it's a it's a niche in this market that's yeah. been very low. Yes, uh, coming from the Business Journal, Anthony. These are all Italian names. Every single time we've talked about this, we've like, man, that's an Italian name. Anthony Scatto, most well known for Fresco by Scatto. I've heard of that restaurant. Really? Yeah. Uh, he's bringing an upscale Italian concept with a Mediterranean coastal flair to the Gulch. Uh, it's called Luogo. 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 L-U-O-G-O, Italian for the place. Oh, no. These names oh. again. Oh. Uh, hey, at least it's <laughs> fancy, man. It's, it's an Italian word. It sounds great. <laughs> it sounds great. It's it's better than just the place. The place. Uh, it will open at 211 12th Avenue South in late 2022. Uh, this was the former home of Pemrose. I think I, uh, which, I need to get Greg the Google guy on the street. So Pemrose closed in 2020, and uh, Tom... Uh, Morales's Finn and Pearl before that. I remember that. Uh, the space, which has a 40-car private parking lot for valet, was bought by Nashville-based FP Investors LLC in August 2021 for $5.85 million. Uh, Luogo, Scott's first solo concept outside of the Big Apple, will offer the same menu as Fresco by Scotto oh. with highlights of grilled pizza uh, margarita, uh-huh. Veal a- and chicken uh, bologna. Yeah. Uh, Let me uh, pull up the article because I was, I was bolognese. too busy watching Greg. Bolognese. I'm probably just butchering all of this. Yeah, bologna. Eggplant, uh, zucchini pie. Eggplant and zucchini pie. An extensive wine, cocktail, and dessert list will Ooh, also be featured. desserts like cannolis? 
probably dude there's a i think i saw an article that uh, literally just popped up on my phone today that said cannolis were making a comeback oh they've never they've never lost it. <laughs> oh, i don't know what you're talking about whatever making article a this is as, as like a popular yeah your dessert it's like a, a main like coming in as a mainstream dessert i've been eating cannolis every single year <laughs> of my life and it is not making a comeback because it's it's that is my life but, but it's you christmas know, time cannolis but you know down down south like that's it's not a thing I know. And so, so maybe it's, it's and the only people that really bringing... had really, really good cannolis besides Coco's a cafe, uh, uh, Italian, Coco's, market, yeah. Italian market was Joey's house of pizza. They had great cannolis. Yeah. So maybe it's becoming a, uh, a more of a staple thing, more, like of, more of a, a staple Kroger thing. or a Publix. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Possibly. Uh, Fresco by Scotto is frequented by New York city business people, politicians, residents, as well as a destination politicians. for Scotto sees his, uh, logo becoming the same for Nashville. Politicians. Uh, he said in an interview, we are nothing but a community in New York City. I have served every president, every governor, every mayor, every local politician. It is the go-to place in Midtown Manhattan. I want that same atmosphere in Nashville to be part of Nashville. The, the problem is, is this is in the Gulch. So uh, yeah. we have Greg, the, we have Greg, the Google <laughs> guy on the street. On the scene, doing he, the Lord's he's, work. He's doing the work. Uh, you can see uh, the oh, old restaurant, okay. which is flipped five times sure. or three times sure. in the last few years. Yeah. Uh, but you're pretty far away from where let's the politicians like, hang let's, out. Let's look like left and right in there. I want to see kind of right. where. So Del Frisco's there in the corner. Uh, uh, right there I to see. your right is the Nashville scene's old office. Yep. And now you have this residential building, which is going to be knocked down. Yeah, you have so the we're brand on. new W right there. Yep. Okay. Very cool. So it's right by Turnip Truck. Yeah. So Turnip Truck is right down the hill. So yep. we'll have Greg run. Run, Greg, run. <laughs> It feels like every time he's running, it feels like the scene in Forrest Gump. Yep. Where he's like, Jenny. He's like, I'm going to go home now. Yeah. So there's the turnip truck right there. Yep. Cool. In the corner. And okay. it's a nice little Jeep. There you go. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you, Greg. Uh, so that's where that will be. Uh, Luigo is not the typical red sauce restaurant. While it serves all of expected items on an Italian menu, it takes a lighter approach reminiscent of the cuisine found on the Amalfi uh, Coast. I love the Amalfi Coast. It's one of my favorite places in the entire world. He says, like an Italian take on Greek dips or smoked white fish. Yes. Uh, Nashville-based so, Manuel uh, Zeitlin Architects, they're heading up the interior design for a modern, elegant, whimsical atmosphere. They will remove the wood that wraps around the front like we just saw on there. Uh, and they will add windows, sliding doors, and flowers. Oh, flowers. There nice. you go. <laughs> uh, so they also designed uh, Henrietta Red, uh, Pastoria. That's the one located in L&L Market, I believe. Gotcha. Okay. I think yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I've been to the Amalfi Coast. It's incredible. I think I probably should throw up some of these old photos of when I lived in Italy. Uh, <laughs> but the Amalfi Coast is uh, it's so amazing. It's near Naples. And when I was going there the one time... Uh, they had these little stone bridges, but over the stone bridge was a piece of plywood. It was nothing else. It wasn't like metal or anything. It was a piece of plywood. So we were on this huge bus going over this piece of plywood. And if we dropped, it was like a 600 foot drop <laughs> off the cliff. You would have been dead immediately. But the best gelato I ever had in my entire life is in the Amalfi Coast. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. There you go. I love that place. There you go. There's, there's more in the article if you want to read it uh, over at Nashville Daily Podcast. Dot com uh, more in the food world uh, because there's there's always news in in the food world uh, uh, there is a, a a national restaurant that is opening a second location in Franklin they've already opened this it opened May 
24th. This is called Radish. Uh, it is a health-focused fast casual. It's located at 4041 Aspen Grove Drive, Suite 106, as part of the McEwen Northside Development in Franklin. Their first location is on Charlotte Avenue, 4101 Charlotte. Uh, Radish offers signature and build-your-own bowls, salads, wraps, as well as homemade desserts, and caters towards various food allergies. So, okay. There you go. Signature options awesome. uh, on their menu include the West Coast Radish um, with tamari soy glazed salmon avocado tomatoes edamame cucumber carrot radish uh pickled red onion and carrot ginger miso dressing that now, sounds, sounds really good now if you're at bna and you're looking for a burger the pharmacy burger parlor is opening at bna and uh it does not say on this business journal article what terminal they're going to be in uh, but they, and I don't have an opening date yet, but if you're looking for a great burger, they have those options at BNA probably within a year. Yeah. So, and they'll have a beer garden as well. And it's just, a, uh, it's, so that it's one of those cool. little gardens where you take the dogs. <laughs> if you know what I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is that is very true. Uh, that is that is going to be like a, it's a big Nashville. It's probably not like a big Nashville thing, but Nashville's uh, tailgate's been in there now, so you can get a slice of pizza and a party fouls there on the way out. Party foul. Uh, so and it, it's the same prices. Like the party foul is the same prices as their Donaldson location. Oh, that's really nice. Which is great. So I I, I love that. So all right, so we're gonna stop talking about food for for just a second and head over to Explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, you thought we were done talking about food. You silly goose. We're still talking about food. Oh, man. And it's time to get some lunch at Gabby's Burgers and Fries. If you're looking for a double stack burger called the Seamus uh, with mm. amazing buns. I don't know what else to say about the burger. The burger's fantastic. The, the sweet could, potato fries. You could say what else is on the burger. Yeah. Uh, lettuce, cheese, pickles. <laughs> Buns. Seamus, uh, is that the one? Is that the peanut butter one? No, no. Th that's just the regular burger. Uh, but they have a peanut butter one that's like double stacked. They have a barbecue burger. Then they also have their secret menu that's known. Just ask for their secret menu. Yeah, and they'll just hand it to you. Uh, it's not like Chick Fil A in their secret menu. But um, you could also get some of the best sweet potato fries in your entire life because they're like huge cut fries. They're not like waffle fries, but they're just like a piece of potato and then they fry it. Yeah, it's 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 fairly large and it's really good. And the milkshakes are made uh, from scratch at Gabby. So if you're looking for a great burger experience in Wedgwood, Houston, Gabby's is your place. There you go. That is Explorers Nashville tip of the day. I'm going to try this in the New York accent again. Uh, Just We'll practice. Yeah. Coffee. 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 If you're looking for some good coffee, you need to go to blessedaycoffee.com. Blessed and get, Day Coffee. Get some coffee. 20% 20, 20 off using Explorer 20. Uh, you can get yourself a bag of coffee today at blessedaycoffee.com. Use Explore XPLR 20 to take 20% off your order. We'll send you up to New York for a month and then have you come back oh. down and read that read that ad and see how it, it see will, what it it will like. fully come out. <laughs> my uh, quick side story: my wife and I were driving through Middle West Tennessee uh, a couple weekends ago, and basically 
we were like in deep like southern Tennessee where everyone has the accent. Where you can't understand. You can understand them. It's great. Okay. But my then my wife started getting the accent. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize you can get the accent that fast. And it just came out. And I'm like, okay. Well, yeah. I need to take you over it's that area dangerous. more often. It's dangerous to be around somebody who has a, a more southern accent with you. Yeah. Uh, if you're around them for long enough. You start picking it up. You start definitely picking it up. Like how you say your W's. Like w. wow. 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 Like Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. So if you are looking for something to do in Nashville, we're going to talk about the top five attractions you need to visit in 2022. And the first one starting off is the Country Music Hall of Fame. Over a million visitors a year when it's not closed, visit the Country Music Hall of Fame. It's one of the most visited places in Nashville. What I think is cool is they have a, a, a good mix of there's two things that I really like about this. Uh, one, they have a good mix of temporary exhibits and permanent exhibits. Yep. Um, and, and then also, if you are a member of the Nashville Public Library System, you can go to the library and say, hey, can I get, if they're not out of this, they they have these passes for the Country Music Hall of Fame. It's like a passport, right? It, type thing. So it, what it is, it's kind of different than what you think. You say, hey, I, I would like to go to the Country Music Hall of Fame. And they hand you like this, like lanyard type thing, ah. and then you hand this lanyard type thing to the ticket office. Okay, and they accept that as your ticket. Okay, and, and then, then do you have to bring the tickets. lanyard type thing back to the library. No, so they take it and then they give it back to the library. So it's the same for Country Music Hall of Fame and uh, the na- the the National Museum of African American Music. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's the same for same for both of those. So laminate thing. Yep. Go see it. Yep. There's a, a few full exhibits inside the Country Music Hall of Fame. My favorite piece inside of the Country Music Hall of Fame is this banjo. So as soon as you get off on the third floor, the banjo is going to be like right there to your right. So my favorite piece <laughs> in the entire museum. My second favorite piece in the museum is Elvis Presley's Cadillac. That is pretty nice. Not going to lie. Yeah, so speaking of Elvis Presley, the next attraction that you need to go to is RCA Studio B. This is hands down my favorite attraction in Nashville. I have uh, I've been to this studio some time quite, quite a bit. I have cried multiple times in this studio. I'm being honest; like I literally <laughs> have cried in this studio. Uh, is this it, it, not not because not because you were like sad but because no, because of, i was happy beautiful music beautiful yeah. experiences yeah so we uh, uh like you stubbed your toe in there uh, i maybe have done that <laughs> once or twice uh but rca studio b is just a place that's near and dear to my heart to get tickets to rca studio b what you need to do is you actually need to buy a ticket to the country music hall of fame and then get an upgraded ticket so that you can get rca studio b uh, the Country Music Hall of Fame operates RCA Studio B, and Mike Kerb, uh, the independent artist label, he basically rents out RCA Studio B to a dollar a year to the Country Music Hall of Fame. So incredible history. Incredible. Uh, yeah. RCA Studio B is where Elvis Presley recorded over a third of his library of music. Uh, okay, so uh, close to RCA Studio B is the Parthenon. And uh, if you've never visited the Parthenon, uh, this is just a fantastic place. It's one of those things that I feel like, personally, as a Nashvilleian, uh, I, I don't give enough credit for the Parthenon being here in Nashville. It's such a yeah. special thing. So I, lo- this is what I love doing with uh, people seeing Nashville. So we drive up, 
West End, and I, I don't say anything. And then I say, as soon as we pass Vanderbilt, I said, did you know that Nashville has a full-scale replica of the Parthenon from Athens, Greece? And they're like, what are you talking about? A full-scale replica. And then we pull up, <laughs> we pass it. and we drive it, and they're like, oh, oh. it's a full-scale replica from the ones from Athens, Greece. But this one is fully intact. Yeah, uh, it's like pretty much the only fully intact full-scale replica. In the world. Uh, yeah. Which is like, uh, I feel like we see it all the time Yep. and it's something we go, oh yeah, that's cool. Been there, done that. It's, it's fun. It's got a great park, but, but the more you think about it, uh, the more that, you know, this could be, you know, we have our Batman building, uh, which is, which is great. But in other cities, like you have the space needle in Seattle, you have the Sears tower in Chicago, you have, you have all of these things, uh, that are major world not necessarily, I mean, they're not world wonders, but they're like, I, I really need they're rec- to see They're, they're recognizable. Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like, uh, I don't know if we give enough credit to the Parthenon for being one of those things for Nashville. That's, that's not as well known. Like people don't, if you're to say a fun fact about all those cities, like the, the Sears tower and, uh, in Chicago and the space needle in Seattle, like people won't, wouldn't say that about Nashville as, as, as often or as frequently, yeah. but it's just as cool. And I've had the opportunity to bring, uh, a few thousand people to the Parthenon and everyone's reactions like this is in Nashville. Why is this in Nashville? <laughs> and then I have to go through the story of yeah. why this is in Nashville. Uh, the, the story's even better than it being here. It, it is. And the story is incredible. Uh, we actually did a Parthenon episode. Was it back in January? I believe if you want to learn the history of the Parthenon, sure. Um, <laughs> it's in our archives. It's, if not, come take a walking tour to with us and I can give that to you anytime. Yes, uh, you can also go inside of the Parthenon. They have a museum in there, and you can learn all about. It. We didn't show a photo, so I'll I'll uh, I'll just uh, throw this on the screen. So there, there's the Parthenon. Not not seen it yet. Yeah, inside of it, there's the uh, little exhibit. There's a gift shop. There's also you know an art Greg gallery. Greg the Google guy can go in there. Greg the Google guy can go in there. I think so. I think we should try this, uh, Greg. I think we should we should go there. Uh, I'll I'll, ta- I'll kind of give a, a little. Um, Precursor to the the next place, which is not too far away, uh, the Bell Mead Historic Site is another place that we would highly recommend that you check out this summer. Uh, it, it's one of those places that has so much historical status into the story of Nashville, into the story of horse racing, into the story of what Nashville was like pre-Civil War as well. Uh, you can take a Jubilee tour, which will tell the stories of the slaves that lived on property and who they were and kind of what what was what was going on during that time. You can also take tours of the, the manor that was there. You can take a, a, a several different tours there. You can visit the winery there. You can get married there. There are weddings that happen <laughs> at Bellmead, uh, and they have. They used to have a meet and three. They now have a different restaurant on their property, and uh, it, it is a very, very cool site. Also, horses on site. Th- that and the Hermitage, they share a lot of those. Occasionally, things. the horses are on site. Yeah, so they have a lot of those things in common. What, what's interesting is the horses are on site only for like the summer months, but other months they're not. And the reason for that is in the city of Bellmead. You can't have livestock living in the city of Bellmead. So they have to have the horses on lease from a ranch down the road. Oh my gosh. Politics. <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot get Greg the oh, guy inside no. this building. So, so sad. I, I have tried multiple times and they just keep denying him a ticket. I just don't understand it. 
They're like, Greg, you just can't come Greg, in with these fa- this fancy camera gear. Not today. You just, yeah, you, Not today, you just can't Greg. see it. Uh, but also inside the Parthenon, there's a 43-foot statue of a three, Athena. Uh, she is actually over-covered. Over-covered. She's covered in 24-carat gold, uh, which was really interesting. They took about an ounce or two of gold, and then they mixed it with white paint. I don't know how they did that. They probably had to liquefy the gold. and It's really fun. Just go see the Parthenon, literally. <laughs> Because Greg can't go in there with his fancy camera gear. Yes, yes. Uh, I would also highly recommend uh, uh, the after the Parthenon uh, Bell Mead this year. I think it's going to be uh, very, very cool to really get a. If you've not taken a tour of a place or a private tour of a place, um, take your time at these places. Yeah. I, I, I've recently I went to the Hermitage. Um, and I was, it was a fast, when you talk about a fast tour through a, through a house, yeah, oh, the, it was a fast I'm tour just, through this house. So, so if it, go, go on the slowest tours that you can. Yeah. And now I'll be honest, if you have the money, pay for a private tour. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. At, at every single one of these things. And part of the reason I love these facilities so much and these attractions is because I've been to every single one of I've, and I've had multiple private tours and I also have given multiple private tours at these facilities. <laughs> and so it's just, if you have the money to do it, if you can get a group of 15 people to do this, like I would highly recommend then you have more uh, of an individual individualized experience yeah. where you can ask more questions that maybe you're, you're going to have your top experts talking yeah. to you. You can ask questions that may be more controversial that they really don't answer on the public tours. This is true. They, they so in and out before we get the chance to ask those questions. Yeah. Um, the, the other place that we want to uh, make sure that you go and visit uh, sometime, there's lots of ways to experience this uh, in 2022 is the Ryman auditorium. Um, there are guided tours. There are self-guided tours. We are hoping, hoping they bring back their haunted tour this year. We got to experience it in 2019. It was great. It was fun. The private tours are, are there as well if you want to cough up the dough for it. Um, and then, obviously, the best way to experience the Ryman is to see a show there. Yeah, hands down. If, you, if you're going to the Ryman and this is your first time going to the Ryman, definitely take the backstage tour instead of the guided tour. The guided tour can give you some good information. But the backstage story, you get to hear the stories of Johnny Cash and Hank Williams and Dolly Parton and all these really famous artists that performed at the Ryman Auditorium. Yeah, so those are, I mean, this is by no means uh, a complete list of everything you should see in Nashville. But We we literally can take four weeks (laughs) and talk about every individual attraction and their history. Actually, we could probably take six months to break down everything. Yeah, but... You know, with the Ryman, for it being made for country music and to receive uh, rock and roll Hall of Fame venue status, that's uh, that means something right there. Yeah. So let us know in the comments, what's your favorite attraction in Nashville? And if you have not gone, why not? So make sure visit these. Take a look. What other attractions would you put on our list to make sure is a must see for 2022? Let us know. See you tomorrow. for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com and to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. 
Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.